Have you been on a helicopter? Never. We're going on one. I know. It'll be my second ever. When was the first? The first one I went on was not luxurious at all. I was in the Faroe Island with my buddy John. You went to the Faroe Islands? Yeah, man. When? I've done some exploring. That's great. Francis! (laughs) Francis! (laughs) Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Julio, here, uh, as always, with Francis. Uh, How are you, my friend? Well, well, well. Well, well, well. I'm well. This is it. Oh, you're well. Well, 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 I am well. I'm well. Um, Solid. Final podcast as a single man on the tax sheet. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, and we will see the before and after. Final podcast as the future Mr. Francis. I'm not even going to say her last name. I was going to make a joke, but I don't want to say her last name. Great. Love it. Fair. I think she's I'm not sure if she's taking my name. I should. I don't know if she's figured that out yet. Interesting. I when I addressed her before, I made I made a joke. She, a lot of people are making that joke. I was I was discussing <laughs> her hitting a backhand passing shot and then hyphenating. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what she's gonna. She might do that, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. Um, a lot of people are making the um, the joke and saying, you know, oh, the soon to be Mrs. Ellis, mm-hmm. and I don't know. That weirdly feels sexist to me. Yeah. To make that assumption. Whatever floats your bee, dude. Um, I feel you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. The fact that your last name and her, the first letter of your last name and the last letter of her last name are the same, you can actually say the two as one word <laughs> in a way that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to combine names. No, we're not hyphenating, <laughs> we're smushing. <laughs> We're going to smush. We're combining the names. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a question for you. So uh, have you ever done this? Have you ever thought you saw someone that you knew, called out to them, chased them down, and it turns out it wasn't them? Yeah. I did it through uh, Friday, and it was embarrassing. So how'd you get out of it? I mean, it's not a, it's, this thing, it's not a hard thing to get out of. No. So you look just like them. So I thought it was Hillary's maybe best friend. Yeah, uh, this girl Emily, uh, who's a great, you know great great friend of ours too. I thought I saw her in the Delta Lounge, and the the you know the lounge people are pretty just like ornery. They can yeah. be, it can be a bit of a nasty bunch. Nasty, nasty bunch. People are huffing and puffing, complaining. There's a lot of that going on, dude. So it's not you know. And it's the type of place where if you're raising your voice too loud, you'll start to get dirty looks sometimes, depending mm-hmm. where you are, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's pretty quiet, and it's early in the morning. I'm waiting for my flight, and I see Emily walk by. Huh? And I'm, I'm starting to think. I'm like, wait a second. I, I was like, oh, I guess she's going. she was going to a wedding, I think. And I was like, oh, well, maybe she would be here. And, and I'm like, is that Emily? And I'm like, Emily? Emily! And now everyone can see. Oh, who's this guy? <laughs> so now... I'm following her because she's walking to the other end of the lounge. Emily and I and I'm and then I'm kind of I'm kind of like, is this Emily? For, I, 
it could be. And then I get around her and it's not her. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, I thought that you were this person. You look exactly like her. She was like, oh, that's okay. Nice. And normally, not normally, back in the day, as, as recently as two or three years ago, I would have asked if I could take a picture to send to Emily to be like, look, I found your doppelganger. Oh my God. Oh, but that you would do that. I feel like that hasn't aged. Well, that is no longer an appropriate request. I don't know when that was appropriate. So I didn't even suggest it. And, uh, and yeah, so it was pretty embarrassing. So I'm here's my like, question. All right, well, I'm going to go back and sit down. Yeah. Where I was sitting. Why? Here's my question. Why didn't you, when you, rounded and got to the other side of her and saw that she wasn't Emily. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just keep walking and maybe even keep yelling in front of you, Emily, Emily, I got her attention by saying Emily. So I, so she knew you were talking to her. Wh- yeah. Em- Emily, as I rounded the corner to look at her, Oh, I got her attention by saying Emily. Uh huh. And she looked at me and was like, Oh, I'm not Emily. <laughs> She didn't say that, but that was she was like, pardoning? And I, I think she maybe realized that I was mistaken. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's uh, no big deal. If someone did that to me and they said, Ed? Ed? And then they finally got to me and they go, Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I would be a little bit insulted. Really? That's what I kind of yeah, mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I I don't know that um but keeping it with someone who's not known and you don't know how what I've yeah, seen no, also, there's no risk. I've also no, had people no. people do this to me a lot. By the way, they they tell me that I look a lot like oh, someone they know. Yeah. What? So many people are be like, "Is Francis here?" Like, well, you've yeah. told us that oh, everyone thinks yeah. you look all like the them. time, and like, I think people, it's because yeah. there aren't that many redheaded people, and so some people think that all redheads look alike. Uh huh. Um, and I get this too. By the way, you do if that makes you feel better and and make it maybe less about. I don't know, like. Yeah, and it'll be like, was that you walking three dogs on 85th? And right. I'm like, no, dude, it was not me. But sometimes people will, they'll take a picture of the person that looks like me and send it to me. <laughs> oh, 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 They'll do what you did or thought about doing. Okay. Doesn't this guy look like you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've got a Francis in our group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh, not really. <laughs> no, really you don't dude it's so funny you say that because we we had something like that happen to us the other day where um a woman we were playing tennis a woman came up to us and goes hey how are you guys and immediately we knew she Thought was mistaking she us for somebody because and we were like we're good and she goes where are your kids and this is so funny Tierra goes, oh, I think you're mistaking us for somebody. And the woman didn't back down. <laughs> she was like, she wasn't like, wait, you're not Ed and, you know, Myrna? <laughs> she was like, oh, well, how you been? Or something. Like, she, she wouldn't. Right. She wouldn't admit. I don't think she cared that she was wrong. Right. Which made me wonder, like. Is she just that friendly to everybody? And does she just always assume that everyone our age has children? Right. She definitely thought was we she not mistaking us. Is that the way she talks to people? No, I think she mis- I think she had mistaken you. And then once, yeah, 
And she was doubling down. Yeah, just trying to be like, all right, well, even if I was wrong about that, I need to act like I know these people because <laughs> we're at the club. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a club uh, angle to that. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Hey, where are you? See ya. See ya. It was funny. It was very funny. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I love that, dude. Dude, I had I was in New Orleans all weekend. How's that? I gotta say, man, that could be the best city. Oh, I love it. I f- I forgot how much I love it. It's so unique. Wow. And I know they say it's a little uh, a little dodgy. Mm. Uh, and I think that that is correct, probably. Um, but dude, just really special, really special place. What'd you do? Uh, my shows were amazing. The second one was like one of the hottest crowds I've ever performed for. Wow. What a feeling. What a feeling. It was really fun. And it actually aligned really nicely with some of my, uh, jokes because there was this bachelor party in the front row who were just like the, the, the greatest group of guys. Amazing. Which is like my closer in the Netflix thing. I talk about that, like sophisticated bros. And, it's funny to the point where like now when I perform people, if they're going to like positive heckle, they'll yell out quotes from that joke. Usually Ooh. that's usually the positive heckle. I guess. Are they, are they sort of cutting the punchlines no, in? No, I don't do the joke anymore. I'm done. I, I retired it. Oh, you good for you. I retired that whole set. What should I not? No, I'm uh, impressed. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, those that are, is hard to do. Oh, I mean, it wasn't... You're 15, presumably the best 15 it, minutes of material you have? The set isn't 15. I mean, it the, it was like seven or eight minutes, I think, what finally made the... All right. Whatever. Your Regar- best minutes. Thank you. The, gone. The, the ones I was excited about. Uh, and anyway, the... So yeah, that's the thing that people will... They'll, they'll reply to my story being like, fire. You know? Yeah, or yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. The yeah, bros yeah, were yeah. pros Love or whatever. That. Love which is that. fun. It's great. But it was great to have you a need back- to make some merch, dude. I know, I know we could. No, um, you need to. No, I know. You've got known jokes. I know. I just, yeah, I have to. I have to wrap my head around how that would work. Put these bros or pros. These bros or pros on bros. a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. People will buy it. Right. Make money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Anyway, so dude, the these bros, this group was so great. And it was such a unique comedy moment to be like, you guys know how I feel about this because they did like most, not everybody, you know, even when there's a crowd that's like all your people, you know, they bring a friend who doesn't know who you are, Mm -hmm. who loves to then tell you that they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk to you for 20 minutes, even though there's 15 people who are one of you. Yeah. I'm like, that is such a, that is such a poor move. (laughs) Don't tell me. I don't know who you are. Uh, like, I don't know what the purpose of doing that is. I'm not offended, but then why are you monopolizing all my time? Yeah. Wow. Like a crazy person. Like, right. like there's people sitting here waiting to who hey. message me. Welcome. Who, welcome to being a star. Dude, get out of here. You're I, a star. <laughs> anyway, you're going to sh- have, it's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> the show, the show was amazing. And these bros were like, and it was so fun to be able to be like, you guys know how I feel about this. And they were a really great group. And it did remind me though, that in most situations, a bachelor party is more destructive than a bachelorette party, except for at a comedy show. Oh, you would rather see a bachelor party, in my opinion, at your show than a bachelorette party. Certainly for a variety of reasons, including the penis helmets. Like there's penis people wearing penis (laughs) 
a helmet with penis ears that have springs, and every time they move, their pee-pee's shaking around. It's very <laughs> distracting, dude. It's very... <laughs> it's very distracting. And I don't know. So anyway, it was really that was really fun. Um, and yeah, so the shows were great. And did you have a bachelorette party there too? No, just a bachelor party. But I kind of made the point that it was a superior. It was superior to have a bachelor party. Yeah. Um, they were really nice and cool dudes. How much uh, time are you doing? Depends. I mean, dude, did I tell you this? The Seattle, my Seattle show, I did like ninety minutes. What the fuck? I know. And I don't know what happened. Like I don't. The people in the crowd just. <laughs> so ridiculous i know i know but it's i only have one show it's like whatever like, no i'm just saying for you I know, it's I know. just so much time i know so the crowd was just so cool and the it was during the fucking heat wave bro there was no so yeah. like it was too hot but i don't know people seattle people seem pretty like durable yes they're like outdoorsy and like so i was like they don't seem to be bothered by the heat so i'm just gonna let it rip you know what i mean mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so whatever. but on these shows i did I probably did 45 or 50 on the first one and then like 55 to an hour on the mm -hmm, second. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. I learned a couple interesting things though. So I got a room with two beds. Um, That's nice. Instead of the king, they've opt for the two smaller. Yep. Now there's a huge advantage to that. Sure is. Being if the cleaning people don't make it to your room. Which many these days they don't. doesn't happen for a variety of reasons, including... You know, maybe staff shortages. We're maybe sleeping in because we were up late doing shows. Yep. Uh, you come back to your room. You have another fully made bed. You have another bed to destroy. Another bed to full. It's yep. fully made. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, that was a good little thing. That you happened. can also have one bed for chilling and one bed for sleeping. That's true too. You could do it that way. That's true too. And you can eat in your chill bed if you want, yeah. and sleep in your clean bed. There you go. Yeah. A lot of possibilities. So that's great. And dude, I, then like I, I the, the second morning I wake up kind of late, like we're up late after the shows and I walk out into the hallway and the cleaning ladies are actually right outside my door. I had the no disturbs thing yeah. on and I, I go, hi. And the one woman goes, oh, I'm mucha sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I felt the need to like explain myself. I was like, Oh yeah, I just just woke up. <laughs> you said that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I don't know. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna be like, oh, no, I'm a comedian who works late. And oh god, yeah, you're right. Thank God I didn't do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, did you like? Danny, who opened for me, Danny Palmer, um, told me he loves to tell people that he's a comedian. Uh, you know, because he like he's like, dude, it's cool, like doing comedy. Like, of course, I want to tell people. Like, so like apparently he has a good relationship with the lady at his like dry cleaning place or whatever and they talk and he's like you know what he's like do you like stand-up comedy by any chance and the woman just goes no <laughs> <laughs> she's like no 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 and he's like all right well no no further conversation <laughs> I guess that's that that. um really fucking bad turbulence on the flight back though dude. Ooh. which is just never fun like it was the type where it was like everybody was visibly startled mm -hmm. it was kind of like oh god like we're fucking doing the whole thing yeah and at that point, you're, I'm like, oh man, that whole thing I've told myself about how turbulence doesn't bring planes down isn't isn't really applicable here because this is so violent that this sucks. Regardless of my extremely high chance of survival, this is no fun. I don't want to be part of being jerked around. Damn, dude. At the end of the flight, I asked the flight attendants, I'm like, scale one to 10, what would you call that? They were like, probably a six. I was like, damn. What? I was like, what's a 10 like? 
Like it's not fun. Dude, ten is when ten is when people who aren't seatbelted in fly, hit their heads on the ceiling. Yes. That's ten. Yes. When the drink cart is and like the oxygen masks drop down. Yes. You've seen clips of the it. The things pop open. People everyone's praying. Yeah. You know, that. That's and, and I was like, Well, what do you do during that? She's like, I mean, you know you're gonna be fine, but you definitely like talk to God a little. Wow. And I was like, Holy fuck, dude. Wow. How long did it last? The, like it was pretty consistent but like the bad the like where it feels like we're on a roller coaster lasted probably 90 seconds okay just kind of a long time yeah all, all things considered I, mean, I, dude, I was like holding on the guy next to me too was like <sighs> yeah <sighs> and danny happened to be danny loves to talk about this because i think he like used to be scared of flying so he's like taught he's like learned that like all the facts so that he doesn't have to be scared mm -hmm. he happened to ask the pilot on the way out He's like, how was that? And the pilot was like, yeah, moderate chop. And yeah. he was like, what? Well, they've seen I know. some stuff. So, dude, we have a friend who's a pilot, and we ask him. I, th I told that story on the pod once, how he was explaining to me how we have nothing to worry about, and then he fell asleep in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, we had been drinking, but dude, mid-sentence just fell asleep. I was like, are you serious? He said, we're like, what's the worst you've ever seen? He's like... Dude, one flight, the turbulence was so bad, every single person on the flight threw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. The He's, whole plane just smells at dude, that point. Oh, and he goes, yeah, he goes, it was the like the great storm of 2016. Oh like, it was a specific. God, dude. Um, now, are, is the pilot, has he ever thrown up? I don't know. I, we, I didn't ask. I need to ask. I'm very curious Probably. about that. I, I assume he must. Are pilots just immune to it? <sighs> I don't know. But it made me think that I want to... Like, you ever see the movie The Right Stuff? I've read the book. Okay. So they show the training. Mm -hmm. I, it makes me want to, like, do the tra like, astronaut should become, training. Should we become pilots? I want to become as durable as possible. Yeah. I want to be able to sleep sitting upright. I want to be able to handle jerkage. You need to learn how to do the, the Gs, the G-forces. Yes. You know, I want to be able to, like, beep, beep, beep. We're, we're losing. Like, we're going up. <laughs> we're losing oxygen. Yeah. And, and like, like the Tom Cruise, like there is some kind of technique for staying conscious while you're in one of those, uh, whatever they're called. What's the name of the machine that, oh. uh, vroom, vroom. yeah, a, a, is that, a centrifuge? Uh, is it? No, it, it is. It is a centrifuge that's propelling it. Right. Yeah. But, but that's not what it's called. I don't know that that's, well, a centrifuge is really, I think a spinning device that mimics gravity as a result uh, of how fast okay. it's spinning is the gravitron <laughs> there's definitely have I you know, ever been on the gravitron oh at the, the carnival the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where there's you know there, you'd get on you'd be like oh my god this is scary and then you look across and there's like a nine-year-old upside down <laughs> yeah and it's like his ninth time doing it that day and you're like all right we get it kid <laughs> you know your parents don't love you there's no oversight over your life and you just puke sour punch straws all over everyone dude. like oh god <laughs> Funnel cake. This sucks. Um, okay. Yeah. Damn. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical. An industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. 
and you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Okay, so dude, I was thinking this too. I was really, really quick. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Have you been on a helicopter? Never. We're going on one. I know. It'll be my it? second ever. When was the first? The first was was neither th- this. The first one I went on was not luxurious at all. Where, but like, what were you doing? I was in the Faroe Islands with my buddy oh, John. You went to the Faroe Islands? Yeah, man. When? I've done some exploring. That's great, Francis. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> When did you go to the Faroe Islands, though? We went uh, probably sick. 2016. Sick, dude. 15, maybe. Cool. So we were going on a Euro trip with our boy. We used to do a Euro trip kind of every summer to like Croatia and yeah. some really fun place. Just a party and stuff. My buddies and me and, and, and my one friend who really does like to combine sort of partying with also some adventuring. Um, I think I know who it is. Right? You, you may so have met Matt? him. No, okay. John. Oh, You'll, he's coming to the wedding. Amazing, great guy. Great. Listeners of the, he's a listener of the pod. Love it. One of the most beloved people. John, awesome you're the man. Dude. Jan. Um, <laughs> Jan. John. John's <laughs> the man. So he, um, he had said to me, you know, any interest in coming on a sort of adventure portion of the trip before we go meet everyone over in? We were going to Montenegro. Sick. And that's where we met them, and then we we then we went from Montenegro up through bosnia and into croatia cool um and then they went on to serbia and i skipped serbia but we he said uh i've been really keen to go to the faroe islands i've seen some amazing photos national geographic stuff the waterfalls would you want to go and i said absolutely so we flew from new york to reykjavik iceland Mm -hmm. spent the night in some like hostel and then we flew in the next morning over to the Faroe Islands. Cool. And this is how small the Faroe Islands are. They, they're, I think they're a protectorate of Denmark. Correct. Good, I'm, I man, you can't get, can't get, you can't teach that guy anything. <laughs> you certainly can, but I do know that. I don't think I can teach you anything about geography. <laughs> but dude, no joke. We flew a, a commercial flight. I mean, it was Iceland Air, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The prime minister of the faroe islands was on our flight no that's crazy like the leader of that's the crazy. country was that's sitting crazy. in like he had an emergency exit row that's crazy wasn't you know there was no first class i don't think i love that and, and at the end of the flight everyone let him get off first and <laughs> applauded for him oh wow and then he had a the fucking motorcade leader. waiting for him not a motorcade he had a black suv or something very cool. waiting for him on the tarmac and the rest of us walked into the terminal and then and then went on our way but we why why am i telling this story um helicopter oh yeah so we had rented a cabin i mean there's there really weren't many airbnb options on the whole archipelago of the Faroe islands and you drive around but it's not that easy to get around because these islands they're they're so extreme they're basically like big volcanic looking yeah, points totally. and the roads it must have been hell to build roads and infrastructure how are the roads though fine yeah. narrow okay and especially narrow when you go into the tunnels yeah the tunnels you know if, if you if there's another car coming your way you have to stop 
an inch by each other. Wow. And the tunnels bore through the big mountains, the mountainous islands. So there's a lot of them. Um, and we went to one place, spent spent like two nights in a cabin there, did some hiking. It was really peaceful and really stunning, but pretty quiet. I don't remember us having a lot to do. Yeah. But we were just there to kind of hike. And yeah. then on the last day, we or second to last day, we took a uh, a boat out to the most extreme island, which was like the last island that had a very famous lighthouse on it. Mm-hmm. And there's a big cliff walk that you do out to the lighthouse, which is sort of, that was like one of the big attractions. And that's sort of like an Instagrammable. I yeah, it's on their yeah, post. The it's things, on their yeah. postcards. Yeah. Um, and so we we had rented the only Airbnb that we could find on that island, which was like a very small little cabin. And there was one, I don't know, store that had some candy bars and some some food, cups of coffee. But you know, a town of sixty people, all of whom were, I think, goat herders. Wow! Wow. Um, all the houses had grass roofs. No way. What's, what's the reasoning for that? It kind of looked like a, the Shire. Is there like I think a, it's insulation. I think it's, but it's like one it of the oldest. The heat, right? Yeah, I think no. it's one of the oldest uh, grass-roofed villages in the world. Wow. The Shire. Dude. Yeah, and we walked out to the cliff. I mean, it's it's cold. It's windy. There's some slippery hand railings, things that you got to kind of navigate. And you're you're hiking along the spine of this thing. And if you peek over the back, I mean, it's steep 300 400 feet Damn, to, to rocks below but it's also one of the biggest puffin breeding grounds cool. so there's tons of puffins and puffins are awesome cute, yeah puffins are really cool They're super cute so we hiked all the way out to the lighthouse uh that was cool but dude the other thing that's interesting is that if you peer down so on one edge there's it's like the sheer spine off and the spine and then the rest it's still even the side that you're hiking on this long narrow pathway that's been cut into this. If you, I mean, you could start rolling down, and if you didn't have a way to stop yourself, you're you done. would roll off a cliff on that side. Jeez. And if you get you get close to the edge of that side, and if you look over, there are sheep carcasses dashed upon the rocks below from when sheep start fighting with each other and like butt heads and they get locked in combat and just tumble off and Fall die. Off, damn. It happens all the time. Jesus. So we went out, we came back and we were, we spent one night there and we had brought, you know, some yogurts, some fucking protein bars for dinner. And we wake up the next morning and we find out that the boat, which was going to take us back, could not come to collect us. Because the seas were too rough. So was the sea rough getting there to begin not with? Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Pitching, but not okay. splashing. Okay. So sure enough, the whole the one boat that would come to get us is is dust. So now we're like, oh fuck. So somehow we get in touch with the Airbnb owner. And we're like, yeah, we can't leave. And she's like, oh no problem. I didn't have anyone scheduled for the next four months. <laughs> stay as long as you want oh my god and we're like well we don't have any more food and we didn't have any more cash and there was no atm and the store didn't take oh, credit shit. cards and so all of a sudden we're like well we don't have food uh, and we go to the store the woman was like don't worry just gave us some pie 
that she'd made. We love pie. Yeah, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> and that, but that was all we had. And then we went back into the house. We found a pe- pantry that had some old pasta boxes in it. We cooked some pasta. We were all right. Oh, and then there was this other two girls that were from Russia, and they spoke pretty good English. And they were staying at the uh, at some other place, like I don't know where. And we they came over to our Airbnb and we talked about like Russian politics. Fun. Played cards and drank like vodka neat nice. from the pantry. It was really fun. And then the next day, the boat got canceled again. We'd already missed our flight to Montenegro because it was that tight. And so this time, apparently what happens in the Faroe Islands is that they the the Coast Guard subsidizes air travel via helicopter for moments like this where there's someone on an island who gets stranded and they'll say, okay, we'll let you pay 30 bucks to take a helicopter flight on a Coast Guard helicopter oh, wow. back to where you need to go. Um, it helps keep our pilots sharp. Wow. We'll run it as like a training exercise. That's and we'll so come get smart. You. And so... We were like, thank God. Getting we airlifted. Like, we don't out have any there. money. We don't have any food. We're trying to just meet our friends on, the on their trip. <laughs> just... Yeah. <laughs> and dude, this helicopter mission? lands. We like walk, duck our heads, get on, and we're packed in. It's not a comfortable helicopter. It's like we're strapped in next to like rescue equipment. Yeah. Sitting on a hard bench. Oh, cool, man. And the Russians were on it with us. And then this like other couple that had been stuck because the island knew we were out there yes and knew that we had needed to come back on the boat and since that wasn't happening it's like if there's if it's two days have gone by we got to come get these people um and so gotta love good governance yeah it's a good thing and they picked us up dude and man i'll tell you the helicopter pilot he was wearing like aviators <laughs> and a helmet on with a mousepiece a co-pilot he was fucking cool he was a terminator he's cool you know and we took this helicopter and we rode along the islands i mean you know banking down over the rough sea and back to the airport of the faroe islands it was like one of the coolest experience for 30 bucks that's sick man one of the coolest experience in my life yeah i've never flown a helicopter um that's super fun though they're cool man they're pretty cool yeah dude super sick Bill Burr has a great bit about it because he got his helicopter license. Oh, really? What is he He's say? like, it's the ultimate, you know, go vehicle. Zombie yeah. apocalypse. Like, I know that having a, a helicopter license, I can get out. I can get to places that other people can't. <laughs> yeah. But as Ryan pointed out to us last time we talked about this, if you're in the air during a natural disaster, the zombies might take out the tower, dude. Yeah, they might. <laughs> mayday, mayday. And you just hear, ah! yeah fine (laughs) fine but if like if the zombie apocalypse happens i don't know that i'm trusting whoever's in the tower anyway yeah i'm just going just been bitten i'm going to a a yacht out at sea that has a helicopter landing pad tons of extra food fucking jacuzzi nice dude uh the if you guys like zombie movies train to busan I think that's what it's called. Oh yeah, super good. It, what that? I've heard of that. It's really good. It's a Korean movie. I okay, believe. sick. Um, I'm not positive, but yeah, it's super, super good. Um, yeah, dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be badass. 
Arrow Islands. Love that for you. Love that. It's sick. Yeah. Super fun. Dude, that rule of threads jumpsuit, man. What a cool, like what a great thing to, like a utility item. It's exactly the type of outfit you'd want to wear if you said to yourself, I have a lot of things to do tonight and I don't know where it's going. Right. Yeah. You can like run, you can go to the post office in that, yeah, in that matching hoodie and jogger situation. Kidnap a head of state. <laughs> and then go to like a premiere party in it too. Bingo. Dude, it really, it, it, they fit so nicely. They make, they make you look great. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll buy an item and I'll look at myself in it. And I'm like, this is a cool item, mm. but I don't like the way it makes my body look. Yeah. And that's why Rule of Threads is so great. Dude, the big t-shirts, I can't stress enough how much I love the big t-shirts. My New Orleans show, I wore it for my shows. Uh, it is so comfortable. It is really complimentary to the body. Um, and I love it. The matching hoodie and jogger situation is absolutely fire. You need to get it. You need yeah. to try some on. It's on fire. So go to ruleoftreads.com, use promo code OOPS, and you can get some clean, premium menswear basics just like we wear every single day of our goddamn lives. <laughs> ruleoftreads.com, promo code OOPS. Um, but dude, yeah, New Orleans, man, such a good time. It's great to be back down there. Uh, Boy, that took me a long time to tell that helicopter story. It was a good story. Um. I took Danny on all these like things that he like wouldn't have wanted. He wouldn't normally have done. Uh, like we went to a little, you know, national parkage. Mm. Uh, I've now been to all of the sites in Louisiana, which I'm proud of. Holy shit. There aren't that many, but I've been to all of them. Uh, How many? I think five total. Wow. Uh, we can double check. It's a little confusing because one of them is in also in Mississippi. Mm. And then there's like the four ones that are just in Louisiana, whatever. So I took Danny on this like trail. And it was like a trail where it's like where it's in the swamp, but the, you're walking on a wooden platform and we're walking around and I started to feel like Danny was my son. He's like, <laughs> he's like, is this safe, dude? I'm like, yes. It's what do you mean? Is it safe? Like there's park rangers, there's signs. Like it's, he's like, I don't think this is safe, dude. Uh-huh. And then we see a giant spider and he jumped behind me as if like, dad, dad, look at this spider. I'm like, dude, you, like, but we did see this giant. He goes, that's poisonous, man. I'm like, how do you know, man? Are you like a zoologist? He's like, no, it's it's black and yellow, dude. Black and yellow. And he told some rhyme. <laughs> black and yellow is a bad fellow or something. He, he wasn't uh, that. And then we go. <laughs> we encounter. Been that. We, we, we walk back to the car and we encounter one of the rangers. And we're like, oh, what, we just saw a huge spider. Like, Can you tell us about it? And I show him. And I don't even do the thing that your friend would have done, which is, are these even poisonous? I just didn't say anything. I let Danny, I was like, whatever. And Danny goes, they're poisonous, right? And the guy goes, no, they're not poisonous at all. Uh, they're not even, actually, in fact, they don't do anything. They, they don't even bite. In fact, bite. they eat poisonous spiders, make the world safer. <laughs> yeah, he goes, and the thing that's good about the big ones, he goes, you can see where they are. It's not like the little ones that come and jump on you. And Danny was like, all right, Dave, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, drove all around. Uh, and it's just really... It's one of those cities, dude, where like it's 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 the most out of America you'll ever feel in America. Sure, that's how I feel. Sure, about it. yeah, I believe that. Uh, have you you never been there? I've never been, dude. Man, what a t- what a time! Uh, I think you would really like it. Uh, what's so great? Is it the music? Is it the, the food? Dude, the, the all that stuff's great, and the the culture. Gumbo? Do you have some gumbo? Oh yeah, oh, jambalaya. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had that uh, this time, but I had a, a bunch of stuff. I mean, dude, all these award-winning restaurants. Thank, shout out yeah. to some of the listeners who were mm-hmm. sending me like James Beard Award winner, yeah, like yeah. Do, like dozens of them. 
That's fun, uh, man. That's really fun. That's something I'm embraced about going on the road now. Dude, so the architecture, say, like, man, too. I'm going to spend more money and go to good restaurants. Yeah, dude, 100%. Like, I, yeah. I'm, and it's not hard because a lot of the time you're just going, like, one of you or maybe two, sit yeah. at the bar at 5 o'clock because you got to go before your show. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we can get you into the nicest restaurant in town. Totally, man. Totally. Um, but, dude, yeah, the architecture of the, like, the French Quarter, all the different, even the other areas too. Like it's really unique and special. It's mm. like really fucking sick. I loved it. Uh, I love being another. It had been a while since I'd been, and I actually I have a, a specific joke about going to New Orleans in 2012, I think, and taking a tour bus. And it's a joke that's like it's a good joke, but I I don't like to just squeeze it into a set. It's a little like long winded, and yeah. it's kind of it's funny, but it's just kind of like there's it's pointless sort of. Okay. Okay. This was a funny experience on a tour bus, but it's fun to have a regional bit that will really fucking work yeah, somewhere. Hundred percent. So I was able to do that, uh, and that was fun. But I do. I very much agree with you. Uh, like I'm very happy to like spend more money to make my time better. Like you know, I had to valet the car, and I rented a car. I didn't need to do those things, but like, yeah. it makes it so much more fun. And the other thing to remember, spending money. Like, say I go on a trip like this, and for the shows were much better than I thought they were going to be. Just as far as what the ticket sales were on Tuesday versus Friday, it was like night and day difference. Oh, that's great. Which feeling. is fucking dope. Mm -hmm. But before I knew that, I was kind of like, all right, even if I don't make money on this, like it's okay. Like netting out at zero is still better than not going. Like spending money, there's value to spending money. There is, but going home with zero would suck. Doesn't feel great. Agreed. So I'm glad it didn't that didn't happen. Okay, but great. if if it were to have happened, yeah. I would have accepted it and been sure, fine and sure. been fine with the fact because okay, I've committed to doing this whatever, but uh and plus I'm not willing to make sacrifices on the type of trip I want to have. Right. So I would actually rather lose money and have fun than than go and be like, "All right, well, and be on a budget." Like I'm not right. going to New Orleans to be on a budget, dude. Right. I'm not going to live long enough no, totally. to do that. I agree with that. Um, I used to go to Mohegan Sun, do the shows in the casinos. Yeah. And you're there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leave Sunday morning. And we would gamble. And mm. there were times where I would go home with nothing. Because of losing and gambling? And I'm not even losing a ton. It's just like I wasn't making that much money. That happened to me one day. And it's like, <laughs> I can't, I, it took, it, that happened one time. The first time we went, we actually made money gambling. And then the next time, which was a couple years later, we lost. And going home, the drive home from Mohegan Sun, having lost and spent the money from the show. all the money I made for the weekend, yeah. I was like, That's not only am I never going to do that again, I don't ever want to play yeah. a casino again. That's different, though. That's like, agreed. That's dark and sucks. And like, I, re when I remember I went to Vegas and I opened for Bill Dawes for 10, 10 nights. Wow. Uh, something like no, maybe it was seven, six or seven nights, fourteen shows or something. It was like a wow. lot, a lot of comedy in a lot of Vegas. And going into that, I was like, I'm going to gamble, and if I lose half of the money I make gambling, that's okay. So like, set that precedent, whatever. That ended up happening, all good. Ever like as of this moment, and I gambled in New Orleans a little bit. I will not, I will never again gamble an amount of money that if I lose it in ten seconds, I'll be upset about. I lost thirty seven dollars gambling in. An instant, I sat down with 50, hit the blackjack, so that's why the number was odd. Um, and then I had like 7 or $8 of chips left, or $12 of chips or whatever. I gave the guy a couple, and then I was like, I'm cashing these out to tip the valet guys. I'm done. That's it. Wow. Lost $50 in like five minutes. 
whatever, yeah. $37. Yeah. Uh, and I felt fine about it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, okay. So like if I'm going to New Orleans, I have, I know, I don't think I'm going to make money and I've booked a car and because I have the car now I have to valet because it's hard to park and this or that, whatever. I would never be like, ah, I should cancel the car. I'd rather just still go and have, of course, and do the thing I want to yeah, do. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And plus, okay, so think about these different things you're spending money on, right? Like flights, rental car, hotel. If all those, like you're spending money with your credit card, you're doing it through companies that you always use, like you accumulate other things that allow you to then <laughs> to do things for free in the future, in theory. Yeah. I'm maybe. just saying. I mean, I use these justifications too. Yeah. But but it is true. It's better than just spending money. It's better than nothing. And nothing else yeah. happening. Yeah. It is something that does accrue and accumulate over time. And dude, I have not paid for a flight to go to one of my shows in probably two years because I just use miles every single time. That's amazing. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, all, all the shows that I have had this year have all been miles. Wow. Miles bookings. Um, so, That is really good. Whatever. Buddy, I'm going to the source. What's, oh, I know you are. Going very close to the source You're going of, close. of where we get our incredible oops beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company. Uh, going to Kenya. Sick. Now, I think our, re- our beans are from Ethiopia. I believe so. Yeah. So not too far. Uh, and I'm hoping to get a little taste of home when I'm over there. Because I think it'd be a little weird if I brought tins of oops beans and told the purveyors of our uh, <laughs> safari lodge, hey, could you grind these up and make me coffee that I brought with me? You actually might need to, dude. Like, are you, aren't you camping? We are. You literally maybe do need to bring your own beans. Okay. I'll They'll s- probably have it for you, hopefully. Well, if they don't, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be calling you and having you <laughs> express ship some for probably thousands of dollars over Overnight me. it to Nairobi. That's it. Uh, guys, we have our own signature coffee line from Brooklyn Roasting Company, which is one of the most respected and renowned coffee brewers in all of America. Yeah. Trust me when I say that. We have the Oops Beans, folks. If you haven't tried it yet, now is the time. It's the best coffee that money can buy. It really is. And you can get a bunch of that, plus some of their other incredible flavors. The Mocha Java, mm. the Huay Huay Tananga. Love the Huay Huay Tananga. Try all their incredible flavors, uh, all their different roasts. Uh, go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. That'll get you 5% off your order. brooklynroasting.com. Promo code OOPSBEANS. I want to ask you this. Please. What is your Louisiana purchase? <laughs> My best and biggest. Oh, the thing you've bought in your life that you got at the best steal. And NFT world, dude, by far. Which at, today, dude, you want to know how much they cost? N- almost nothing. I bought and sold it at both at the exactly right time. Wow! And that was my thing because right now, as of today, they are worth zero. No, they are worth. Seven hundred dollars each, and and what were they worth at the top? At the top, fifty thousand. And what? And that's what you sold them for? No, I think no less. But I showed you the amount. But it was very solid. A lot more than seven hundred. Uh, yeah, many, many times over. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I bought it. I mean, I don't know. I must have bought it for like three, four thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and then sold it for. A lot okay, more. so that that's was a, my, that's my Louisiana purchase. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think when I say Louisiana purchase, right? So it's something that you bought that you still own and get a ton of use and oh, value out of. Okay. A, a, you know, D- okay, do you so have one of those? The, the, the answers are like obvious things. My cell phone, 
Can it does it have to? Can it not be things that everybody has? No, because because I think I think it's okay. The the French sold us Louisiana for yeah. nothing. I think it was, it was nothing. Next to nothing. Seven and a half million dollars. I mean, it was yeah. I don't I don't know what the number 15 was. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Very good from you. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> and that was a joke, right? That was a complete joke that we acquired all this land for nothing. Eighteen oh nine. Fuck. When was it? Eighteen oh three. Um, and it's historically like the best purchase we've ever made as a country, but mm. that's because Louisiana is a state to this day, yeah. right? We didn't then sell Louisiana back to France for some crazy profit. So I'm wondering if you have something in your okay, life that you've bought, that you got at a deal that turned out to okay, be a okay. massive, massive win for you. Hillary? I'm sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I have one. I might not have one. Yeah. What about you? I don't, I don't know if I have one. Chris, do you have one? Not anything that I've like gotten at a deal, I don't think. It's okay. hard to like think of things. It can be something that you think you paid a decent price for and you just the value you've gotten from it has far outweighed. I mean our apartment would be our Louisiana purchase. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess ours too then. Our apartment, the COVID deal we got for our apartment. I would but, say my, but you have to get but you don't it. get to keep it, yeah. I'd say my computers. I have two. You built them, right? I built one and then I bought a juiced out MacBook and it's infinitely returned itself. That's cool. Not struggling to do anything i needed to i love that that's sick you got a you got a louisiana purchase ryan it's a small one but i've had it forever i had this one t-shirt that <laughs> i was i was looking through my facebook and there's a screen grab of me on skype with my buddy um and i'm wearing it and i still wear it all the time and that was over 13 years ago wow. oh my god and dude. it just it looks nice because it's been aged nice dude that's cool and that's cool to me i, I love that's having sick. that and i try my best to i want to preserve that as long as possible yeah that's just is a regular cool. just a regular shirt i dig that well yeah i've got a, a shirt i was wearing in that announcement video for the barstool thing oh yeah that's, that's my nba finals boston celtics 2008 sick. shirt oh. sick 2008 that i still wear that's a that's an heirloom right there. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. that's solid. Okay, f- final realization from my New Orleans weekend. I was in uh, one of the lounges, and they have the soda machine where you can pick uh, which soda, and then not only can you pick the soda, but you can pick any flavor, including flavors that don't exist. Okay, Coca-Cola, pineapple. Like, you know the movie theater soda machine? Mm-hmm. And truly, like, th- not that I drink soda to begin with, but th- I remember that the, that situation being created is what ruined soda for me. Oh, yeah. For ha- I don't need 700 choices of soda. No. I hear you on that. Yes. Pa- there's every flavor of every soda. Cherry, cherry vanilla, pineapple, orange of like... Stupid. It doesn't... Those things don't exist. They don't need that. Why, do, why does this one vessel possess all these options that didn't exist previously stupid silly (laughs) it's silly um i got a facial how was it i heard you were gonna do that it was really nice you look nice but uh you know they do the extractions 
of like blackheads and yeah. shit. Yeah. That that's painful. Was she just squeezing? Yeah. It's makes also your funny eyes, too because they're right up in your shit. Yeah, it's it like, makes your eyes water. Have I told you that one of my favorite things to make someone do that you can make you could you could make the loser of a fantasy football team or like a loser of a bet do mm. is the next time that they go to get their teeth cleaned by their dentist, they have to maintain eye contact with the person cleaning their teeth the entire time. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's not comfortable. Uh, yeah, it's funny. That was like that we talked about that earlier on, like just not in that context, but in general. And the amount of dentists and like dental hygienists that message us asking that we please never do that because <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty shocking and hilarious. Um, I got this facial mm-hmm. and uh, it was really nice. It's very soothing, but I will say that the world of high end skincare is one of the most expensive things. I mean, there's no ceiling as far as I can tell to what you could spend on creams. There's a lot of products, a lot of products, a lot of new routines that people swear by. It's a rabbit hole for sure. Yeah. Why did you buy a bunch of products? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm fine with my over the counter bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, I, cause I know that even by just doing that, I'm still doing more than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to compete with male models who for whom their skin is an asset in their livelihood. Okay, so I just wonder, is it like do we do we as a society care about male models at all? I just wonder that. I think we I, do. I know that they notoriously make significantly less money than their female counterparts, deservedly. Yeah, but dude, that guy on Summer House this past season. Was who is he? I don't know what his name is. I can't remember, but he's Italian. Like they out of nowhere, they ca- they just put a guy on the show who legitimately is like the hottest dude I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he came from. I don't know who he is. Yeah, they had they had really good looking people on the show for years, mm-hmm. including Luke Goldbranson, who has done male modeling and is a model. But he's also somewhat more of like a normal guy. And then out of nowhere, they just added a guy to the show who's like, has over a million followers on Instagram, is doing like Armani covers and like Mm -hmm. really, it's like adding Michael Jordan to your fucking pickup game. So you, you suspect that he has a very involved skincare routine? He has to. He has to. Every aspect of his life has to be. Does he have to? I don't know that. Dude, that that's is an a guy, assumption. That's, that's a guy assumption. who, like, you know, it's probably even hard to shoot him for the show because of all of the stuff that he has to do to maintain himself. From an, a diet perspective, right. no, that's fine. That's fine. That's different. That's different. Hair, all skin care, all but so, that. So yeah, but but so okay, diet, exercise. That's obvious. Like this guy is perfect. Man. Fine, fine. But like diet, exercise, obviously, right? You look at him, you're like, "There's that guy's body." We know for sure. We don't know about his skincare. Can I we... bet you it's pretty good. And because I bet... he's getting he's getting comped all this stuff. I mean, all the top men's skincare stuff is getting sent to him, and they're like, "Please show yourself putting this on at night." So he's getting paid to do without hey, a doubt. My... Okay, I guess that makes sense. He might be one of the biggest male models, as far as I know. What's that guy's name? Andrea Denver. 
Andrea. Andrea yeah. Denver. Yeah, he's the real deal. Andrea Denver. He's just like he's just <laughs> yeah. born, in, born in Italy. Is that his real last name? Yeah, I think so. He's Denver? really well, probably not. You're right. I'm just I'm just curious. Is he son of John? <laughs> Any relation to John? Andrea Denver. John. Jan? Jan? <laughs> Salerno. Salerno's his real Salerno, last name. Okay. Uh. Denver was like a fun. He's been Denver he... since 2014. Nice. Denver. Um, great. Great. Excellent. Andrea Denver. Francis, it can be kind of cruel the way that the world works. Like right as I had hit my stride as a cook, my refrigerator completely craps out. Oh. Uh, and we we're what? just waiting for the repair people to come. And my HelloFresh habit has had to be put on hold temporarily. Oh. But we will be back on the mix very, very shortly. Huge. And I'll be cooking all sorts of complicated recipes that I never imagined I would ever be able to cook. I've become very proud of you as a result of how much you are actually really leaning into cooking. And that's all happening thanks to HelloFresh. Dude, it's so dope. I mean, as they say, skip the grocery store and spend more time soaking up the last of the summer sun, dude. They do say that. They do say that. HelloFresh yeah. Market <laughs> is a one-stop shop for all your mealtime needs. The curated selection of quick breakfasts, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. Mm. And more. Uh, dude, yeah, savor, savor every last second of summer uh, and have that stuff delivered directly to your door in less than a week, allowing you to enjoy the delicious flavors of the season right from home. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Oops65 and use code Oops65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's go to HelloFresh.com dot com slash oops six five and use code oops six five for sixty five percent off plus free shipping. Very, all right, so we the the <laughs> the episode is wrapping up uh, shortly, not right away, but before we wrap it up, I want to make sure that we leave enough time for the final thoughts before Francis is a spoken for man. Mm. Uh, before he he files jointly, we make it official. Over at the old town hall, mm. is your officiant physically processing all the paperwork for you, or have you already done that? So on we have own? to go to the county clerk's office in our town in Freeport, Maine. We're gonna get, we're gonna file and fill out the paperwork for our certificate, and then we bring that to the wedding. And the Luke f- marries us, and then he fills out the bottom of it, and then he'll have to send that and in. He brings it in, and then they send us yes. our license. Okay. Is what I've learned. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's my understanding of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I was curious how you guys were doing it. I've done that before. Um, You've done that? Yeah. I've done it. Just the way I described? Uh, fairly. I physically brought the stuff into town to the New York City uh, marriage, whatever. I don't know that he'll be able office. to because it's going to be closed. Uh, I mean, he's only there on. We're getting married on Saturday. It's going to be closed on Sunday. And right, then, right, and okay, then yeah, we're okay. leaving Maine. It's customary to you just have to do it within like the grace period. Of yeah, yeah, ninety days. Yeah, 90 so like days. he can just go on Monday. He'll well, he'll have to mail it. Why? How come? Because he doesn't live in Maine. You? Oh, oh, oh wait, but it, it, that doesn't have to. I think he's got to send it to back to the Maine. Okay, so the people who I married got married in Florida, and I'm but I got I submitted everything. Was that where their certificate was from? Or was there a certificate from New York? Okay, this is what happened. We They got married twice. They got married in New York. I did all the paperwork. Then they got married for real. Like they did a small thing. And then they had a real thing. Yeah. 
and it, it was in Florida. So okay, got it, interesting got point. It. Okay, so that yeah. makes that does make sense. Um, That's cool. Yeah, very very cool. Um, yeah, thoughts, dude. What are what are you? What's going through your head? Final thoughts. Um, As a single man, I feel much more relaxed today. Every day seems to be different. Uh, I have, no, as I've said, I don't have the movie anxiety about marriage. I don't have the Hugh Grant pacing around in some back room of the church waiting for his buddy to come in and check on him. Be like, I don't think this is right. I'm not I'm not ready for this. I don't know. That's not what I have. <laughs> yeah. My anxiety and fear is more like, okay, is someone going to say something during a speech that rubs someone else the wrong way? Mm-hmm. Is someone going to get too drunk and do something? There's always something. Mm-hmm. There seems to always be something where after the wedding, you know, you're talking with people and someone says, so like, could you believe what so and so said as the right. maid of honor? That was so inappropriate. That was so insulting to him. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah, I knew what she was going for, but she really missed the mark. She missed the mark. <laughs> Yeah, or and 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 like I don't. A lot of that stuff goes over my head, but then you hear people talking about. You're like, oh, I guess I must. I should have been offended by that, or wow, that was bad. Uh, And I'm just like, where's that going to happen? What's what's going to be the thing Mm -hmm. that people are whispering about? Mm -hmm. And there's no controlling for it, you know. As a young man, did you see yourself? being married at a particular time dude in a particular this fashion. to me is like weirdly spot on right i could see that for you 33 feels bang on to me right um i don't uh, you know i'm i'm on like halfway through 33 as well i would have been fine waiting till i was 35 36 probably mm-hmm. but uh i'm certainly not i don't think i'm too early mm-hmm. um I think 30 would have been early. 20 is way too early. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not it's different for everyone, but I feel like I've lived enough of a single life. I've I've had enough relationships. I've met enough people. I'm I'm at a point in my career where it all lines up. I don't know. Yeah. This feels like the right time. Dude, it's it's great. I'm excited for the big weekend. Um it's going to be fun, you know. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I don't know. Like I shoot me straight. I am, but I don't are know. Are you? Uh, what's your excitement level? High. What's your? What's your annoyance level? Oh, we got to go to Maine. What? No, I don't. There's feel a that lot. Way. We got a lot of. Ugh. I don't feel that way at all. You'd be honest with me. Like no, you can, you but can be honest with me. I wouldn't be, but the like three of you aren't on some group chat away from our Oops Podcast group chat. Being like, Jesus Christ, no, five no. and a half hour drive. Okay. God, we're going to have to leave at 7 a.m. to beat traffic. Oh. No, I'm not. I don't. Can you believe how expensive the hotels are? No. Are we going to have to get them a gift? Oh. Does it matter how expensive the hotels were? Can we factor that into the cost of the gift? None of that stuff? No. I don't believe you guys. I think dude, you got a group chat. No, dude, we don't have a group chat. I think you got one. I know. I don't, dude. I don't like. And the name of the group chat is Fuck Francis. Fuck Francis. FF. <laughs> uh, 
No, I don't. I don't feel annoyed. My annoyance level is very low. I'm not. You know, I dude. I'm not annoyed. I'm excited. It's end of the summer, big party. Good people who I know many of them. Um, the boys will be in the mix. Uh, it's gonna be great, dude. Super fun sounding activities. Haven't haven't spent a ton of time in Maine. Mm. Uh, I am nothing but looking forward to it. Do you think we should have pushed our honeymoon off one day to have a buffer day? Maybe. Yeah. Part of me thinks that. But, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. It, it, it's really fun to drive off into the sunset, though. That's what we're doing. And head directly on the mm-hmm. honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're flying out that night or the next day? The next day after, after the, the night of the wedding? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. But you that was the original plan, right? No. It wasn't? No, no. Dude, we're going to get home. We're going to be dancing until like midnight. No, no. I mean Sunday. Sorry. Sunday we're flying. Okay. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's fun. It is Leaving fun. the brunch and heading to That's Africa. right. Heading to the airport. That's great, dude. Um, no. I think it's yeah. I think it's fun. I hear you in the sense that like your honeymoon is uh dynamic and requires energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, adrenaline will get you on the plane. You'll sleep on the plane mm-hmm. and uh you'll be good. Wow. Yeah, I think you're gonna be fine. Awesome. Um yeah, dude, it's a great, it's a really solid, fun plan. It's it's always crazy when stuff like this finally approaches. And I feel grateful for how little anticipation I have of big events mm-hmm. because I just have so many big events happening all the time. Yeah. And that's such a wonderful thing. And I sometimes I think, so I was in, we were at Cafe Du Monde, sort of like the, a place you go in New Orleans when cool. you don't. That I, does sound cool. I think it's like famous and like has good coffee, supposedly. I don't know. I tried the coffee. I was like, this just... Tastes like coffee to me, but all right. <laughs> and beignets, which I'm like, all right, I'm eating donuts now. Great. Like, uh. whatever. It's all like, whatever. Like, I went because, like, the guy that was, was Zach, like, really wanted to go. So I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Um, not shitting on it by any stretch of the imagination. Anyway, we're in line with these people and they're going on a cruise and they're really excited. And it was like fun. I was happy for them. Like, yeah, we're going to the Bahamas. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, amazing. And she's like, yeah, I've been looking forward to this for like 15 months. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's so nice. Like mm-hmm. maybe and the, the answer is probably the middle ground is the best, but like having so many things doing, going so many places, doing so many things that you're not even anticipating some of them. Mm-hmm. Is that good or is that bad? I was kind of like, Oh wow. Like is the way that I'm living my life, making things less special Oh, that's because an I'm interesting doing thought. so much, but I don't think so. I would not trade the style. I like that style. I, I was happy for these people who were so excited to go on their cruise. I was psyched. I was like, oh, what's tell me about it? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And they were so psyched. They were so friendly. Like I was really happy. And then I was kind of like, oh man, I hope that I remember all of, enough of these fun details yeah. and I'm not overdoing it. I will say this. It's entirely possible that those people going on that cruise don't have enough going on in their lives to the degree that they are now going to have sky high expectations for that cruise which will be very easy to feel to fall short of or but but you could also say that because they aren't doing it much if that's true which did not appear to be the case necessarily i don't know uh it will be incredible because of that yes you could argue both sides Mm -hmm. but i think that for us you know knowing that our lives have been our work has been incessant up until the very tip of the yeah. wedding and it's all fun work you know that's so nice like, yeah but it's like our jobs too i'm saying totally and our, the, the two are very intertwined yeah our jobs have been non-stop 
pushing, 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 like to the degree that we are looking forward to our wedding as a moment to take a break together. Yes. And there's, that's nice. Um, and I would also say that when we went to Jamaica, remember that trip? I do. So that trip we had to postpone a whole year due I to know. COVID. You may recall. As I do. And when we postponed, we were really excited to go the first time. When we postponed it a year, our expectations for that trip, we'd been waiting for it for 15 months, whatever the hell it was, oh, interesting. were so high that I have to say that trip kind of fell short of our, we thought we were going to paradise. It was great, but it would never have met, nothing can meet the expectations of a 15-month wait. Interesting. If your husband went to war mm-hmm. and was on tour for 15 months and you were missing him night and day, sitting up, looking out that window, driveway for the lights to come down. Finally, he returns, and in your mind, you're building up, oh boy, we're going to roll around in the hay. He's going to remember all my sexual vibrations. It's going to be perfect lovemaking. Then he gets home, and he's all, he's got a, he's, he's a little torn up from the war, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe, maybe he's a little shell of his former self. Mm. And, He's taken out some of those demons on you in the bed. It's not what you thought it was, right? That's it's this a vivid, a vivid and realistic sounding picture. That's I, tough. I just, it's not. I don't know how applicable it is to this situation. No. <laughs> okay. No. Listen. Here's why. It's such a profound moment, and in there's anticipation, but it's different than like, oh, I do so much cool shit. These these like pivotal moments are. Take, take precedence over all others mm. it's your fucking wedding mm-hmm. you know what i mean all mm-hmm. i'm saying is that i don't i didn't anticipate it that much because i've had so many things that i needed to do before right. whether it be work or personal trips whatever um but what you know it's going to be a incredible thing but I'm, I'm excited to experience it and do it yeah um yeah but like yeah, I, I just mean, like, okay, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I made that confusing. But, like, <laughs> no, no, the way I, that... I, I used to completely out-of-bounds analogy. No, no, no. The way that she was looking forward to this trip for 15 months made me think that, could I ever appreciate something that... Could I ever look forward to something that much? Because I will have so many, like, so many things happening between that time that maybe I'll never be able to look forward to something the way that she is or something. I don't know. It's stupid. Well... Uh, yeah, I think you will, but I think that just all it means is that you you won't be looking forward to something for fifteen months. Yeah, you'll yeah. feel that same level of excitement for three months. But which is two good, months, right? They tell you, don't they say that that's good? Be present. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. And you know, because this way, if you're if you're looking forward to things too much, you're not enjoying the t- current time. That's right. Right. That's right. So, but I do think that looking forward is better than looking. Being distracted from the present by looking into the past. You you saying better to look forward than to I think look anticipation back. is a is a, a better cousin to staying present than right gloating on either the- remembering fondly or dwelling upon yeah. things from the past. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And it's just you know that's the tennis tennis the life of tennis thing. Sure, whatever the fuck that book is called. Sure is. Um, you know, look forward to the next. The next point or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Lovely. Well, sweet, bro. Can't wait. This is it. See you guys on the other side. Happy days. See you at the wedding. Single Francis. All you off. guys. Can't um, wait to see Chris bubbling like a brook. Just bubbling. <laughs> bubbling I believe it's away. babbling. He's babbling. <gasps>
babbling like well, a brook. It is babbling like a brook, but isn't bubbling fine for blub blubbering? Blubbering is what it is. Blubbering is a word for crying. Oh, blubbering. To, oh, I didn't know that you meant cry, crying. I meant crying. Oh, okay. okay. What do you think you meant? I don't know, but I thought <laughs> I thought he was just saying a fun phrase. Did you think to I meant noisily? Yeah. Did you think I meant babbling <laughs> and bubbling? To eat noisily. I can't wait to see. No, no, to weep. Eat noisily. weep noisily. To weep. Oh, weep noisily. Oh, I think I said eat noisily. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh, it sounds like we need to start a group chat without Julian. Yeah. We're on the same page. Could you believe he didn't understand blubbering? <laughs> um, that's fun, dude. Yeah, it's going to be great. Appreciate you guys. It's been a journey. What a time. Where can we find you on the road soon? Oh, before we do that, facts with Ryan. Facts <laughs> with Ryan. Were they lying? Facts with Ryan. Okay, so centrifuge. That's what it's called. Oh, cool. The machinery that NASA uses. Good call. Puffins, nickname for them. They're also known as the clowns of the sea. Love it. Train to, Bu- Ugh. Train to Busan 2016, free on YouTube to watch. Uh, the Coca-Cola freestyle machine is what <laughs> made you hate soda. It was invented in, it was introduced in 2009 and it produces 165 possible flavors. What the Ew. fuck is that? Too much. I think what they have is just a bunch of like, they have pineapple, cherry, Syrups. and they have those on the side and then they mix it with the soda. So they have more options than it really. It's Disgusting. a little overkill for sure. Uh, the most expensive, uh, skincare product that I was able to find was creme de la mer oh yeah creme de la mer i know that one uh it's a moisturizer and it costs a little over twenty five hundred dollars for a 16.5 ounce tube okay uh our model friend denver his uh, net worth is 1.5 million dollars there you go that's a big boy and on average female models make about 148 times more than men holy smokes Love it. That's a lot more. A lot of cash. Wow. Talk about a wage gap. Uh, all right. I have uh, Greenville and Charlotte, North Carolina. That's September 29th to the 31st. Tickets for that are at FrancisEllis.com. Going to be talking about the honeymoon and the wedding. Lots of new material, I'm sure. Come check it out. Yeah, October 20th, Charlotte, North Carolina. Evening Muse. Come see me perform. Bye-bye. Where are those tickets? Uh, my website, not, notjulio.com. Lovely. Goodbye, everyone. Happy days.